Thank you for tuning in to Milledgeville Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. I'm your host, Daniel McDonald, and today we're looking forward to the Milledgeville debut of the Silas Agency production, Me and Mrs. Jones. The Silas Agency will stage Me and Mrs. Jones on Saturday, October 14th in the Baldwin County High School Performing Arts Center. Joining me today to talk about the production in the Silas Agency is Jarrett Silas. Jared Silas, welcome to the WRGC Studios. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure, and thank you for coming in, informing our audience about this upcoming production. And just tell us a little bit about your story. Oh, yes. We're um, we're bringing me and Mrs. Jones to Millersville, and we're very excited to be back in Millersville with this show. It's been two years since we performed in Millersville. We've been out on the road with different productions. But me and Mrs. Jones is coming to Baldwin High School October the 14th at 4 and 8 p.m., and it's the story of love, it's the story of trials, and it's also the story of our justice system and how it works in today's day and time. All right. I think many different facets of this life that will resonate with uh, audience members out there. Of course, you mentioned the story about love. It's a story about trials, a double meaning to that yes. one. Tell us a little bit about the story uh, that y'all are presenting. Yes, the story, it takes a place around me and, well, it takes around place around Mr. and Mrs. Jones, Eugene Jones and Mercedes Jones, who are both two big shot attorneys, Eugene being a prosecutor and Mercedes being a defense attorney. Well, from the outside, their relationship looks perfect as just about any normal relationship. You look at it and you say, hey, that's what I want one day, but you don't know what life is like behind closed doors. Where in their case, their life isn't perfect behind closed doors. Mrs. Jones feels alienated. She feels like she isn't loved. So she searches for love somewhere else. And in confiding with that someone else, she finds herself in some trouble. And so much trouble so that there is a court case. <laughs> and she is defending, her defendant is her lover. And the prosecutor is her husband. And what is so fascinating about getting, you say, how do we take a love story and we get it to a court case? Well, the ending of the play has two endings. Um, and the audience gets to decide. The audience is going to play our jury for the trial. And based on their decision, guilty or not guilty, will determine how the play ends. And I've never seen something like this done before. And I'm fascinated to be a chance to you know, experience it, getting done, I think the audience is going to love it. It puts a personal touch. You know, hey, if it wasn't for my vote, if it wasn't for what I thought and what evidence I liked and thought was worthy of a conviction, then the story could have ended a different way. The audience will be a part of this play, and it will change the actions of the actors while the play is going on. While the play is going on. Um, today's age is all about, I say, a touch of being interactive. A lot of times when we go to Broadway, it gives you a time to step back. It gives you that old theater feel, you know, and I still want to bring that, but I want to bring the new generation over also. Once you go to Broadway, you see an older crowd, an older group of people, but I definitely want not only my generation, but generation before me and my parents' generation to be able to sit in the same room and still have that old, you know, everybody used to sit in front of the one TV and watch the show. You understand? That's how I want you to sit in. Everybody can sit in front of the play and watch and enjoy. 
You know, with that idea, I think many of our audience members are going to hear it just in the title, Me and Mrs. Jones. It's going to uh, harken back to that saying as well as that song, Don't Let the Joneses Bring You Down, Beware of Trying to Keep Up with With the the Joneses. Joneses. What are some of the themes that just inspired you? Because you are not only the director, an actor in the play, but you're also the writer. Can you talk about some of the themes that inspired you to bring this production and this play to the world? Well, family and friends are always my motivation. A lot of times when I sit around and I hear people talking, and whether they're strangers and I'm just happy to eavesdrop on their conversation, I have a way of basically picturing the story in my head, whether it's how you said it or not. And once you experience certain things or you hear certain stories from people's experiences, it tends to give me more that, okay, what could this have been? Because you're not going to always hear the whole story from someone. So you have to basically create the story. And that's what I enjoy doing. A lot of times when I'm watching television or movies, I'm like, ah, we can always do this better. You know, and and not to take away from anyone's work, it's just to challenge myself. How can I write something that I don't even understand yet until it's complete? You know, with being in the agency, we don't have someone sending us scripts. We don't look out for scripts. All of our scripts are written in-house. And on top of the pressure of trying to be better than your last script and trying to be different than your last script and trying to bring different jokes and different drama and not just, like I say, outdoing yourself, but outdoing anything you've seen, that is the motivation for the writing. That is how the story is created because it is a creation. Do you believe that there are all kinds of stories out there in our day-to-day lives that just need to be identified in that uh, little twist of the artist's pen or you know a, a painting, if it should be, to actually have great meaning for audiences and maybe even our time? Of course. Going back to television or movies, when you look at movies, there's nothing you haven't seen before. And what takes us back to to go see the second and third sequel of a movie? Because we just want to see it done by somebody else. We want to lose our problems and someone else's problems. And if we can identify with, hey, I'm going through something similar, it's almost like a sense of therapy. And that's really what all of this has been. You know, at one point in time, I suffered from depression, and I found that, it was a cycle of me not having a way to express myself. In school, I would get in trouble, and it would always be the same thing. He talks too much. He talks too much. He He's funny. We love the jokes. It's just all the time. It's all the time. Mr. Silas, please talk. You know, and that was just the problem. And when once I was able to get people in my life to say, hey, What you're doing is not a problem. Where you're doing it is the problem. It's not in the classroom where it needs to be done. It's on the stage. It's in front of the camera. And those words planted the seeds. And where we are today, I could never imagine being here. I prayed, but I didn't pray for this. You know, I I, I wished, but I didn't wish for this. You know, we have people of all ages who are saying, hey, we're inspired by y'all's work. When is the next play? That continued to be our motivation. Those stories of people, hey, this is what I'm going through, and if you can just help me bring this out of my head and I can just see it, it'll just be what I need. And just being able to do that, walk in the stores and people say, 
I got a story for you. And taking the time to actually listen to it. And you can go back and be like, oh, man, this is going to be amazing. That That's what keeps us going. Excellent. And a great place to end this segment. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Milledgeville Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. Today we are talking about the stage production, Me and Mrs. Jones, which will make its Milledgeville debut on Saturday, October 14th, with showtimes at 4 and 8 p.m., and those are taking place in the Baldwin County High School Performing Arts Center. I'm joined in the studio today by Jarrett Silas. He is the director writer, and an actor in Me and Mrs. Jones. Uh, we're going to return with more on Milledgeville Matters. Thank you for staying tuned to Milledgeville Matters and WRGC 88.3 FM. If you're just joining us, we're talking about the Milledgeville debut, and I believe the world premiere of the play <laughs> Me and Mrs. Jones. And that's going to take place on Saturday, October 14th at 4 and 8 p.m. in the Baldwin County High School Performing Arts Center. Joining me to talk about the production are Jarrett Silas and Shanice Sanford. Shanice, we didn't have you in the last segment, so I want to welcome you to the WRGC studios Thank in Millsville Matter. Well, let's start off with you and ask, what role are you playing in Me and Mrs. Jones? I play Bertha Hall. She is a sassy older woman, and she's also the head maid, well, the head cleaning lady, and she owns her own company. Mm-hmm. Jarrett was telling me during our break that you provide some of the comic relief for the production. Yes, I do. Is that something that comes naturally for you, or is this a stretch? I've always heard that I was funny, but I never believed it. So if he sees it, then I guess I'm funny. Mm-hmm. And um, You are funny, Sarah. You're very funny. Mm-hmm. And is this, is this your stage debut as well? It's your yes, second play. this is my second play. <laughs> and... I can display my character as, you know, wild and goofy and funny, so. And how does it feel to just kind of be able to actually project that on the stage? It feels good. It feels great. I think in the beginning, Sanford liked more serious roles, right? Yes. And she didn't really want to step into the, the female lead comedic role, and but we pushed in. And, I mean, once she got it, she's blown us out of the water. I mean, I can't wait to see her up there. 
Well, and as we talk about me and Mrs. Jones, of course, when we started off telling about the story, it was about that kind of projection that we make into the world and trying to, you know, I guess, project the calm waters over what may be the inner turmoil that we may be feeling. Do y'all feel that that is a theme that resonates with where we are in modern society? I think I definitely do. Some people call it uh, what's sweeping it on the rug or, or making it look good. A lot of times, and I mean, we learn this as we get older. If you just deal with whatever's caught problems, then you could pretty much deal with the consequences and make it a lot easier. If you're having problems in your relationship, you're having problems at your job, you need to go talk to somebody. You need to figure those problems out before you harbor with like the anger and you do something that you regret. You definitely don't want to have regrets in life, but you're definitely going to have problems, and you got to figure out how to work through those problems, not over them or around them. It's the only way it's through. And it's trying to be aware of your whole health and not just that one aspect of it. Yes, and I think like even putting it like that, how we were quick to go to the doctor for like a cold or, or if we break a bone, but we don't really run to the doctor for mental illness. You know what I'm saying? It's just different things we have to address that may be the problem within our relationship, whether it's friendships, like I said, work relationships, or your partner. You definitely have to work through things. And that's, I think, what a lot of people are going to take from the play that no matter how anything looks, no matter how much money, everyone has problems. No matter the color of your skin, everyone has problems. You know, and too often they're one and the same. And do you think we judge ourselves too hard when we look at people who may be successful or maybe even people who are not outwardly what we would call successful but don't have these outward issues that they're dealing with? And, you know, we kind of compound the pain on ourselves because we're judging ourselves against other people. I think my grandmother always said the bigger the house, the bigger the problems, right? Yeah, because just because somebody seems happy on the outside doesn't mean they're truly happy inside. You can see a couple smiling and you're like, oh, you wish they, you were them, but you never know what their problems that they're harboring. So, And even once you have those problems, you know, like I say, with a couple, if your partner says, hey, this is what's making me unhappy. You got a choice to fix it. There you go. Or ignore it. In, in our pre-interview, Jared, you're talking about one of the goals of the Silence Agency is to put productions out there that are entertaining, either drama or comedy, but to also try to give people something to think about. Why is that one of the goals that you have in the work that you do um, in entertainment? Because a lot of times the the message I per se has is not one of, hey, like you say, I'm going to change, it's going to change my life. The messages I like to put into the story are subliminal. So therefore, it's more than one message. What you walk away from the show is maybe different than what the next person walk away from the show with. But in, in, in all actuality, what I try to get is a general theme, a general message. And for me and Mrs. Jones, the message is love is all you need. But without it, you have nothing. If you have love within a relationship... You can get through just about anything because the love is going to conquer. But if you don't have the love, then we're not going to make it. And I want couples or people who are single to understand that because being in a relationship and being single are, like I say, once in this, one and the same. You have to keep being a better person, whether you're by yourself or with someone else. And 
when being in a relationship, you're not going to get 100% from another person because we don't even give ourselves 100%. But if that love conquers, then whatever I get from you would be enough. And I want to show in this show that love is not just between family or, like I said, with your partner. Love has to be given to the people who even done you wrong. Because if you're trying to seek revenge on someone, you may be the one getting the short end of the stick. And I'm worried about asking this next question because I don't want you to give too much away to the radio Mm -hmm. audience. But with those goals for the production, how did you do that knowing that you'd have to have two different endings and that the audience members the audience members will send the show in different directions on any given night. Well, what I think we're hoping for is that the 4 o'clock audience chooses one verdict and the 8 o'clock audience chooses another verdict. So we will have at least a chance to experience it on the first premiere of Me and Mrs. Jones. But I can honestly say, not just because I wrote it, but I can honestly say that both, Both endings are worthy. Even if it had just one ending, you would be full. I think just having the opportunity to have two is more like an overflow. It was first, it was an experiment, but once it turned out to be like, oh, this is good. Because when you're writing and you set your heart, okay, this person's going to be guilty. And then you somehow you say, okay, what if he's not guilty? You're like, no, don't think that he's guilty, he's guilty. But what if he's not guilty? Oh, man. And then it's like everything else falls in place. This is why he could be not guilty. This is why he could be guilty. And I'm more anxious to to hear the audience who's playing the jury. I'm just more anxious to hear them deliberate because I'm sure we're not going to get a unanimous decision, so we're going to probably have to go off majority rule. I'm just anxious to hear because we're going to have people in the audience with microphones like getting opinions. Why do you think this? Why do you think this? And I just want to see what have they picked up on the show? What have they paid attention to the show? Well, and and we're over time for this segment, but I just have to ask, is there any way that y'all as the cast can play it differently to try to move your audience in one direction or the other? Are there any tricks in the book to be able to take these two performances on Saturday, October 14th and get that goal of one audience going one way and the other audience going another? Or is it really just strictly up to the audience? I think being the evidence that is there, you can't miss the evidence, but... What's good about it is that the prosecutor and the defense attorney are husband and wife. And she, the wife, is defending her lover. So they're going to pull out every trick in the bag. The prosecutor, he does not want a not guilty verdict. In the story, you learn that he has been losing every case up until this one. So he it is so much back. So he's going to pull out every trick in the bag. And the defense attorney, she's going to do the same thing to get you to see that he's not guilty. It's someone else. You know, we try to stay true to a court trial and gets heated in there. It, it does. Right. Well, we'll leave it right there for this segment. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Milledgeville Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. Tonight, we are previewing the Silas Agency production of Me and Mrs. Jones. And that's going to take place at 4 and 8 p.m. on Saturday, October 14th at the Baldwin County High School Performing Arts Center. I'm in the studio with two members of the Silas Agency. I have Shanice Sanford and Jarrett Silas. Stay tuned. And we'll be right back with more Milledgeville Matters.
Thank you for staying tuned to Milledgeville Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. If you're just joining us, we are talking about the world premiere of the dramatic and somewhat comedic stage production of Me and Mrs. Jones, which is being put on by the Silas Agency on Saturday, October 14th in the Baldwin County High School Performing Arts Center. And on the 14th, there are two showtimes at 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. Joining me in the studio to talk about it is Shanice Sanford and Jarrett Silas, both members of the Silas Agency. And that's, I thought, where we'd start off this last segment of our show today and talk a little bit about the agency. And no better way to start than just please introduce our audience to the Silas Agency. Yeah, the Silas Agency, we are Millersville, Georgia, and we're a theatrical program. We travel around Georgia and the joining states, and we put on productions for live audience members. And we're looking for new people to come join all the time. If, if you're a writer, actor, singer, model, anything that has to do with the stage, we're looking for new and fresh talent who necessarily doesn't have a place to showcase it. In, in our conversation before the interview, you said that this is an agency that's looking for people who want to find out if their dream is in drama and entertainment. Yes. Um, can you tell me why y'all started off with that mission in mind? Well, because once we graduated high school, we had nothing else. There were no more plays to do. There were no more programs to be in the drama club. We were done. So when having that started that summer, we were bored. And I decided, that, hey, you know what? We're going to put on a play. And our first production was supposed to be April the 1st, 2013. It was pushed back five times. But luckily for that, that on our very first production, we were able to sell it out. And now we're on play 15. We try to give people of all ages chances. We have a lady right now who's in her 60s, and she says she's wanted to be an actress since she was eight, never had the chance. And she's in me and Mrs. Jones and we're really elated just to give those people, you know, people like that or even people as young as myself, like, hey, I never could do this. And now they're up there like, how could I not do this before? It's just all about, you know, you don't have to be a big superstar over the magazines on TV to be successful. Just accomplishing a goal makes you successful. And that's why we're successful every day. And what does it mean to have been that young person back in 2013 on the cusp of putting together your first production out on your own? And now to know that this many years in the future, 15 productions under your belt. Starting out, like I said, it was just a hobby. I didn't expect any of this, but I learned a lot along the way. I made a lot of mistakes along the way, and I'm thankful that I learned it this way. I'm glad I didn't blow up off my first play. I'm glad I wasn't able to pull in the audiences that I am now off the first play because I would have blew it. I got a little bit at a time. And, and through the mistakes and through the learning, it's only gotten better and made it for a brighter future. With being young and having so many people that you're responsible for, whether they're older than you or younger than you, it has its challenges. Trying to make a perfect script, a perfect show, a perfect play, doing blocking, having lights, right? And having to call all the shots, you want to be the boss until you're the boss. But to whom much is given, much is required. And once I learned that it's a blessing to be in this position and we're a service to others, it became all worth it. And Shanice, you're a newer member of the Silence Agency, I'm, I'm correct? Yes. What does it mean for you to have this be an opportunity for you to celebrate this part of yourself? 
This is something that I've never thought I would do, but I've always wanted to do it. Just was so scared and timid to get out there. I actually reached out to Jared a couple of times, and he ignored me. He ignored <laughs> me. But I, I kept seeing the plays, and I kept hearing my family and friends talk about it. I got to get in there. I have to get in there. I want to show this man that I can do this, and I want to do this. So it took a couple of tries, and we held auditions, and I was like, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. I ain't going to worry about it. He ain't going to call me back. But surprisingly, he called me back. You got it. That time. And I got it, and I was so excited and nervous. I was like, okay, what do I do now? Like, what's, what's going to happen now? But I say it's been a great experience. I've met new people, and I've gained some wonderful friendships from the agency. And so it's all has been a beautiful blessing. And it's a, it's a really high wall to get over, to get out there on stage for the first time. Could y'all talk a little bit about what it means to you once you overcome those barriers and actually get out there and are on the stage? I was afraid. My first time performing, I actually caught the flu before going on The Lion King. Like two days before, I caught the whole flu. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to stay in my lines without coughing or sneezing. But surprisingly, the nerves tromped over that flu, and I did the play. And I was so excited and nervous at the same time. But when I got on stage, yeah, I just did it. I just did it. And I think it's the fact that you're so vulnerable out there. Like, I think a lot of times when we were breaking the mold with Sanford, she was like, I don't feel right. It feels weird. It's supposed to. And that's what I think I just love about you. You're so vulnerable out there. Anything could happen. You're putting all of you, every part, every inch of your body yourself. for somebody out there to, to take into them. And it, it's scary, but it, it almost becomes a high almost. It's almost like. An adrenaline rush. Adrenaline rush, yeah. Because, yeah. like, if I haven't, you know, like, I'm always cracking jokes. If I haven't made someone laugh or if I haven't performed in, like, two days, I'm depressed. So, I mean, it's just so much fun. That's, yeah. And we're, we're coming to the close of our time today. But I wanted to ask you all, what advice would you have for our audience members who are out there who may want to do what you all are doing but haven't had the opportunity to or may still doubt their ability to actually try? Just come. Just we're, we always have open doors. We're not going to judge you. We're going to work with you. We're going to help you and push you to that person you want to be. So just come out and try it. And we have our next round of auditions are Saturday, January the 13th at 133 Old River Bridge Road in Milledgeville. And no matter what it is, whether it's acting or writing a book or anything, I think the most important thing is just get started. It's not supposed to be perfect. I've had 10 drafts of the play, you know that, Mm -hmm. before we can get up to where it is. Just get started and believe. Don't tell anyone until you're done. I think that's the most important. Keep it to yourself until you're done. Because other people might not want to see you make it, and they will try to block everything you have coming. Yeah, and also once you tell somebody, like, my good idea, it almost gets like a sense of you've already done it, and you're not so as hungry to keep it going. Keep it going. Like, you know, bake the whole cake, then come to the party, right? Don't bring the ingredients. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to eat that cake. Well... Well, we're coming to the close of our interview, and I just want to give you the opportunity. Could you, uh, one more time, invite our audience out to see me and Mrs. Jones? Yes, Baldwin County, Millersville, all surrounding counties. I want you to come out October the 14th at 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. to Baldwin High School as the Silas Agency presents me and Mrs. Jones, the stage play. 
Tickets are only ten dollars. That's a perfect date night event. They can be purchased at the door. They can be purchased at exclusive events or by calling the Silas Agency at 478-804-1247. And we look forward to seeing you all. And again, the play is interactive. We need the audience there to play our jury and determine how the play will end. Your verdict, guilty or not guilty, will determine how the play will continue. We're looking forward to it. All right. Well, Shanice Sanford, Jared Silas, thank you all so much for coming out hey, and you. letting our audience know about me and Mrs. Jones. You've been listening to Milledgeville Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. Today we were talking about the Silas Agency production of Me and Mrs. Jones, which will be making its world premiere on Saturday, October 14th at 4 and 8 p.m. in the Baldwin County High School Performing Arts Center. Joining me today to introduce y'all to the Silas Agency into the production, Me and Mrs. Jones, was Jarrett Silas and Shanice Sanford. I've been your host, Daniel McDonald. It was my pleasure spending this portion of the evening with you here on Millageville Matters. And I want you to know that I look forward to convening with you next time.